0: This week's parsha is Parshas Hazinu, um, which is called a song. The Medrash tells us that throughout the Torah and the uh, books of the Nevim of the Prophets, there are nine songs that were sung, and that the tenth will be sung when Mashiach will come, may it be speedily. But in the Torah itself, so perhaps the most famous song is the song of the Az Yashir, after the Jewish people crossed over the Red Sea, the Yamsuf. And then you have the this week's Torah portion, where the entire Torah portion is Hazinu HaShemayim V'adabera. Moshe Rabbeinu is talking to the people, he talks to them in a very beautiful and very poetic way. Um, and it's called a shira, it's called a song. In fact, even the way it's written in the Sefer Torah, in the Torah scroll, is different than the way all the regular pages of the Torah are written. Um, it's set up um, set up differently on the parchment, the words, in the way a song is In the end of last week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu tells the Yidden, he says, I want you to write down this song, this following song. From this statement, where Moshe says to write down the following song, our Chazal, our sages in the Talmud, learned that there's a mitzvah for every Yid to write down a Sefer Torah, to write a Sefer Torah. Now, obviously today... Or probably at any point in history, most people don't know and don't have the ability, um, for many reasons, to actually write a Sefer Torah. But there's different ways to do this mitzvah. There's through participating in the writing of Sefer Torah, buying a letter or a part of a Sefer Torah, commissioning someone to write a Sefer Torah. Um, Many halachic opinions say that through buying any Jewish books and having them in our home, that's a way of the fulfillment of that mitzvah. Um, I don't want to get into that halachic angle right now. But the fact is that there is a mitzvah to write a Sefer Torah. And it's learned from this Torah portion. From the from the concept of the of the shira, of the song. Where Moshe Rabbeinu says, Write down this song. So it's interesting that the mitzvah to write a Torah is learned from the verse that says, I want you to write this song. Now this song is only this section of the Torah, this parsha of Hazinu. And yet the entire mitzvah of writing a Torah, of writing the entire Torah, is learned from the Pasuk about writing a song, which tells us something about Torah and song, that there's a certain special connection between Torah and song, so that when Hashem says, write down this song, He's really referring to writing the entire Torah, and that becomes a mitzvah for us. Now, when you think about song, song is something that is very heartfelt. But song, typically, is connected with simcha, with joy. Shira, come, shira, which is song, comes together with joy. Something interesting and beautiful about a song is that one doesn't tire of it just because I already sang it once. If one likes a song, so after I sing it the first time, I'll sing it again, and then I'll hear it again, and I'll hear it again. And in fact, I'll, be, I'll really be willing to hear hearing it over and over countless times because I love that song. The idea of a song is, I enjoy something, and I enjoy it so much that I'm willing to sing it, and therefore it's something that I'll never tire of. And that's the simple lesson of the idea that Torah is called a song. When we learn Torah, it's not supposed to be just something, it's not supposed to be at shore, just something we do because, you know, Hashem commanded us, so then, okay, so we'll study some Torah. A Yid, a Jew, is supposed to develop an appreciation for the study of Torah. And the primary appreciation of it is the understanding that this itself is Hashem's wisdom, um, where Hashem Himself is enclosed in His wisdom. So that the gift that Hashem gives us by giving us the ability to study Torah is the ability to get to know Hashem in a very personal way, very intimate way, and to make Hashem part of us, part of the way we think and part of our mind and part of our hearts. And when a person appreciates that properly, so a person should... Enjoy, savor the words of Torah, and never tire of them, and never say, "Oh, you know, I learned that idea already. I'm I'm bored of it." Just like a song which I enjoy, of course I heard it before, and that's why I'm going to sing it again and again because of the great enjoyment that I have in hearing that song or in studying Hashem's Torah. This connects interestingly to another pasuk in this week's Torah portion. There is, with a quick introduction. We know we make plenty of brachas. We make plenty of blessings throughout the day. We make brachas every time we eat something, before we eat, after we eat. We also make brachas every time we do a mitzvah. Before every mitzvah, before we wash our hands in the morning, or before we put on a tallis, or before we light a Shabbos candle, or put up a mezuzah. Um, whatever mitzvah we're going to do, eat in a sukkah, we're always going to make a bracha before we do the mitzvah. Yet, the vast majority of brachas that we make are rabbinic in nature. Um, the famous bracha, that's a Torah commandment, is benching, grace after meals. There the Torah says clearly, Vachalta, v'savata, virachta. When you eat and you're satiated, you should make a blessing. But aside from grace after meals, almost all the other blessings are rabbinic. The rabbis said and they decreed, when one eats, they should make a bracha. When one does a mitzvah, you make a bracha. The exception to that is birch hasat the bracha that we make in the morning before Torah study. The Gemara says, the Talmud says, based on the words right in the beginning of this week's Torah portion, minayim lebirchas hatayra min hatayra. How do we know from the Torah that one should make a bracha before a Torah study? Because it says in the beginning of this week's parsha, Moshe Rabbeinu says, kishem Hashem ekra havu goidel lelekenu. I'm going to teach you now the words of Torah, let me call out to Hashem and you respond. And says so the Talmud, that's the bracha. Moshe Rabbeinu says, I'm going to make a bracha on the teaching of Torah. You'll say amen, and then I'll teach you Torah. So from here we learn the concept that there's a mitzvah to make birchas, a terah, a bracha, on Torah study in the morning. And when I say in the morning, I mean to make it at the beginning of the day for the Torah study of the rest of the day. There's actually a halachic debate if that's actually one of the 613 mitzvahs. According to Nachmanides, that becomes one of the 613 that you should make the bracha of Torah study. Um, others, others opine that no, it's not a uh, Torah, it's not a one of the 613, but either way, it's learned from this per, verse. It's learned from this passage. And the, the obvious question is, we make so many brachas, on every mitzvah we make a bracha, why is the bracha of Torah study set apart? Why does that have a special verse in the Torah? You know, there's no, there's no verse in the Torah to tell us to make a bracha before building a sukkah, before eating in a sukkah. Or before putting up a mezuzah. So why is it that this mitzvah of Torah study, the Torah sets apart and gives us a special mitzvah to make a bracha before we do it? And the answer given is that the bracha on Torah study is very different than the bracha on every other mitzvah we make. Every mitzvah we make, we're thanking Hashem for giving us this mitzvah. So Hashem, thank you for giving me the mitzvah of washing in the morning, Hashem, thank you for giving me the mitzvah of eating matzah and Pesach. Thank you, Hashem, for giving me the mitzvah of lighting a Hanukkah menorah on Hanukkah. And so on and so forth. We're making a bracha thanking Hashem for giving me the mitzvah. When we make the bracha on Torah study, in addition to the fact that we're thanking Hashem for giving me the mitzvah, we're thanking Hashem for the actual pleasure of Torah study, for the actual enjoyment, the actual pleasure, the actual appreciation of the concept that I'm able to learn Torah and I'm able to connect to Hashem. On that level, the Torah connects us to that nothing else does. And that's why this bracha is, is significantly different than every other bracha. And that's why if you look into our Siddur, we'll see, whereas every other bracha for Mitzvah was a one-liner. You know, Hashem, Asher Al, you know, Yadayim, Al, Every bracha is a one-liner. We'll look into the Siddur and see the brachas before Torah study are three long brachas. And they talk about the sweetness of Torah and the beauty of Torah and being chosen to be given the Torah. Because it's not a regular bracha just thanking Hashem for the mitzvah. It's a bracha expressing a great appreciation for Torah. So therefore, an, an obvious lesson from this week's parsha is the importance, and more than the importance, the simcha. That we should be able to awaken within ourselves with in the appreciation and understanding of what we're able to accomplish every time we learn Torah. And whether it's Shabbos or Yom Tov or a weekday, and of course today there's more opportunities than ever to study Torah. Torah is translated in ways that it never was before. Torah is disseminated in ways that it never was before. Technology gives us abilities to learn in ways and times and places and situations that we never had before. This is all (coughs) a tremendous gift from Hashem. Of course, a gift meant to use, a gift meant to appreciate. Um, And Hashem should give us the wisdom to really avail ourselves of this gift every day and learn Torah properly and connect Hashem in a deeper way. Have a wonderful Shabbos.